Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Uh, we are uh, joined by Brother Rufus Edmonston, and uh, Johnny Coley is here. Do we have Andrea Lane on with us? We're Let's head to the mountains. We, let's right. let's head to Mitchell County. Hey, Andrea. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get my phone set up working here. I couldn't, couldn't tell who was with us and who was not. Well, Andre, uh, as a mountaineer, what's the weather up there? <laughs> well, it was cool uh, here this morning. It, it's been a little on the cooler side, although it, it heats up, you know, by afternoon. Um, so it's right now. It's sunny, partly cloudy. Uh, we are possibly going to get a little rain, but later in the afternoon, uh, you know that. That widely scattered shower thing. Yeah, I hate that. We need some rain. Uh, yeah. Some of us got some rain the other night. Yeah, yeah. But yeah we did too. It earlier in the week for about an hour. <laughs> oh wow! Well, that's good. Uh, we didn't. Yeah, I don't know that we had that much, but it, it sure did pour. It was like a tropical rain there for a few minutes. Well, I planted three yeah. flats of impatience yesterday. I want some rain. Well, we may get it. I hope it uh, rains out on Lake Wheeler Road. Today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Impatience, coleus, begonias. Okay. Got all oh. those planted yesterday. Vinca. Nice. Wow. Wow. Nice. And I'll give anybody who wants it a whole bushel basket of hellebore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for some of those. Today. It's thriving. Well, it I really wish is. you would let me know because I have an abundance, as Mike <laughs> knows. I, I have, well, I'm, I'm going to say thousands. I'm sure you do because they just they just pop up anywhere. Yeah, and when they like them, when they're in the right place. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, I found that uh, Andrea, they I, mine will grow in sun and shade. Oh well, that's that's interesting because I I've planted some that and uh, what was in the shade lived. What was a couple that were in the sun yeah. did not. Yeah, morning hmm. sun they would do okay, I think, but afternoon at three four o'clock. You yeah. all the sun is tough on them. I know. And we're going to have 98-degree temperatures yeah. for Monday and Tuesday, I yeah. think. Uh, so Ooh, that's uh, – yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember, and I, I think I've said this before, I, I have uh, – I was on July 4th, sometime in the 90s, we went river rafting up around Boone on the Watauga River. And mm-hmm. we, we stayed on Beach Mountain, and it was – in the 70s on Beach Mountain, and it was 99 to 100 degrees here in Raleigh. I think it was 100. Yeah, amazing. Ju- yeah, you know, July 4th. It's a big difference, yeah. So yeah. It, it certainly, the, high, the um, elevations can certainly make a, a difference yeah. sometimes. I remember one time when I was growing up, it snowed in June in Boone. I've heard the only month that hasn't snowed in Boone is August, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody, including the weather, feels like doing anything in August. Well, it's sort of funny that we had the, a planned 150th anniversary of founding a Boone last January, and they set the date, and I said to the fellow who'd never lived, he'd only lived in Boone for about six months, I said, 
Now, are you sure that you want to have this in January? <laughs> and lo and behold, <clears throat> about a week before came a, a 12-inch snow, and I said, well, don't have a celebration in Boone where you want to do a parade in January. <laughs> it is not going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well. So they switched it to June, and it snowed anyway. <laughs> That's right. What do you, now you've got the 50th anniversary of what aspect of Watergate? That's the break-in. That it's coming up uh, on this Friday. And that's why I will not be on the show next week. But I'll, I won't either. I've got to go to a wedding in Charleston. Well, I'll be on a, a train uh, coming back, and I hope to, you know, I'll be talking, maybe say hello on a train. But this is a very significant event because there are not many of us left around for the 50th anniversary of Watergate. Young people like you and uh, Johnny, Johnny here, and Andre, you don't, you all you know is what you read about it. But some of us yeah. were, were right there. And it, it's amazing how we have not learned any uh, things from the past. We won't go into the political aspect, aspect of it, yeah. but we're, we're gathering together uh, scholars and folks that were working on the Senate Watergate Committee. They were in the, the special prosecutor's office, and it's going to be a wonderful gathering in the old Senate office building where we started those hearings in May of 1973, and I can see Senator Urban now banging the gavel. And when he got excited, his eyebrows would start flashing That's up and right. down. They sure would. Like a windshield wiper. Yeah. And, really? and then uh, you look behind Senator Urban, and there was Rufus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was always there. A younger fella. <laughs> Roll a gym, a rolling chair. Yeah. They, uh, <clears throat> I had a chair with rollers on it, and I got kidded about that a lot. But uh, Irvin would want, well, before I had the roller chair, I was sitting back in a, a regular chair, and I'd have to stand up every time and come around and have him, he had arthritis of the neck, and he couldn't turn his neck around, and I'd have to stand up, and he said, why don't you get one of those roller chairs? And I said, well, that's good, because I can, <laughs> I can roll around here. And do a so, good job of it. So did you did you have a monitor? Could you see a TV monitor so you knew where the camera was shooting? Well, so you could roll, roll to that area. The truth about it, if you were sitting anywhere near the front of that building, you're going to be a camera because there must have been twenty. Yeah. At any one time. That's so, right. Yeah. But mine was a good position. I'll say that. I, <laughs> I look I look through the albums at times and I think, my gosh. There you are, 50 years ago. Where yeah. does time go, my friend? I know. It, it yeah. certainly has passed quickly. Yeah. So you will have that. You'll be. And then the next week, you're going to be in Morganton? I'm going to be in Banner Elk. Banner Elk. With a, a wedding of my niece. Well, that's I'm a nice place. To, yeah, yeah, I'm going to stay in a uh, bed and breakfast over with my, my friends at Unsorrento's, where you've been, Mike. I have. And... Uh, Fine, I'm looking Italian forward to that, there. and uh, then probably uh, uh, going right back to the Fourth of July parade. Uh, I, I know it. I, I don't think it'll snow, Johnny. Fourth <laughs> of July in, in July <laughs> for a parade in Boone, and I, I love to go home. I miss the mountains, Andrea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could, the I could understand that. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you can uh, you can join us on the phone some as you have time while you're while you're out traveling about. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Mike Rayleigh here. Miss Clapp is uh, is not with us today, and uh, she she sort of uh, gotten to the age where she has has retired, kind of gradually uh, retiring from uh, from doing the show and. Um, mm-hmm. She's had some some major health problems uh, over the last few years, and uh, she's been able to be with us some. But uh, we're we're just thankful for any time she can she can uh, be with us. What a wonderful lady! Yeah, yeah. I mean, she uh, she has meant Large so part much of the program. Yeah. so much of the show. She and uh, and Irv Evans, uh, you know, Irv helped us uh, start the show, and and Ann uh, was there every week. Uh, this would this is her thirtieth year, I believe, of of, of, wow. doing, of doing the show. Uh, Irv had voice problems that he still has, and unfortunately, and uh, so he had to stop doing it. I think and, you mentioned to me, Mike. You might call Irv and Ann emeritus. I I, I think uh, I, of course Ann was a professor at NC State. Uh, Irv uh, helped start the Master Gardener program. I think emeritus fits them. Very well. Uh, so they are uh, they are our co-hosts emeritus, and uh, I hope uh, I hope you get Irv on again sometime if he if he has a chance uh, just to say hello because uh, uh, both brilliant gardeners really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Irv was trained, had a master's degree, went to NC State, and then got a master's degree in horticulture from Clemson, and uh, did so much as a wake county extension agent and um on this show he used to be on ask your neighbor once a month that's how he got on you know we started this when john harris um decided to retire in 1985 but irv had been doing uh the ask your neighbor program once a once a month and talking about gardening so yeah yeah by the way any some you, great ones any you gardeners out there that are lawyers uh, there was a good piece on the weekend gardener <laughs> in the North Carolina State Bar, and uh, which is online. It, it's online, and and it it talked about the beginning of the program, and talked about a little bit what Mike and I do, and I had a lot of comment from my lawyer friends. It was sure good to read something except the law in that journal. Yeah. And a while ago, uh, you mentioned Mike the word emeritus. It reminds me of. When I grew up, we had a preacher at the Three Forks Baptist Church named the, the Reverend Victor Trivet, and Victor decided to go to one of those correspondence schools that comes used to have them on a little matchbook you could write in and get get a degree. And Victor, Reverend Victor Trivet, got one, and he came back and he said, "I'm now the Reverend Victor Trivet Emeritus." How about that? <laughs> you could get an emeritus degree yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, right off a matchbook. Yeah. Uh, sounds like I, a disease. Yeah, it does. Sounds like a condition. Yeah. <laughs> a plant disease. Well, there, and if, there's a, in this case, it's honorary, but uh, Ann and Irv didn't have to get their degree off of a matchbook. So. <laughs> Did any of you remember that? There was a, a university called Lafayette or something like that. I don't. I don't. You could get your degree as a had something to fill out on the match uh, on the matchbook. Yeah, the on the match pocket and yeah. comes in and get that degree right right in the mail. Huh. I don't I don't remember that. I man, don't. oh man. <laughs> so um what's uh, what's happening with the Master Gardener program up there? 
Andrea? We are we are off and running. Uh, I have been in touch with uh, several. Um, I'll say do-gooders in, in the county of Mitchell. You're not knocking on <laughs> doors or anything, are you? You know, no, no. I'm just keeping my eyes and ears open. So recently I you. learned that a local town, Bruce Pine, was doing a um, uh, you know downtown Tuesdays, they're calling it, through the summer. There's, uh, businesses are staying open till 7 p.m. Restaurants are running promotions and such, and they're having a farmer's market in um in a large parking lot <clears throat> downtown. So, uh, so I called up the Chamber of Commerce and I said, "Hey, would you like some master gardeners to answer gardening questions?" And of course, they were delighted. Oh, of course, said, good over. gracious! So, so that's it. I'm trying to, you know, we are. Um, uh, Johnny may not realize this, but we are a brand new master gardener program in Mitchell County. Okay. Um, the first ever, as far as we can tell from records. And so, you know, it's, it's starting from scratch, you know, it's like you, you got you to gotta put all the pieces in place. And I yeah. have 13 uh, people <clears throat> who are now interns and um, uh, they need 40 hours each before the end of the calendar year mm-hmm. <clears throat> in order to get certified. So I'm, I'm cracking trying to find them hours yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a variety of hours so they, you know, have, uh, can do what they're interested in. Are you going to give them a That's test, Sandra? That's no, always scared me about Master Garden Program. When you give a test, I might flunk it. Did this, this, did this extension agent uh, think that, that <laughs> when you came in, it's like manna from heaven? Yeah, I would love to have it. Good <laughs> gracious. Yeah. I, mean, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you were made to order. <laughs> Uh, yes, for yes. this uh, this We're thing. About the program now, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Man, that is that is so. So you've uh, you've uh, you've taken over, and so, well, you haven't taken over, but you've right. uh, taken a lot of responsibility. Taking the reins, yeah. 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 Good grace. And he's he's so helpful to me because he knows the county really well. Yeah, the native of Mitchell County, and um, he knows all the hollers. So he knows. Yeah, he knows. You know, he knows. <laughs> The lay of the land, and I don't. And I know the Master Gardener program, and he doesn't. So, um, so it's, wow, it's that's a good uh, fit. yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so, so uh, you, we are you've, off and running. You're uh, you're you're doing that, and uh, Johnny, do y'all do y'all have one coming up here? We have in a, a training September or? Uh, August. August. Uh, start August 11th. Well, wait a minute, nobody does anything in August. I thought <laughs> just started in yeah. September. <laughs> well, you have to back back up the day. I mean, you, you'd end up in, the, in January ending the, oh, okay. the program. Well, so we try to finish that. it before Christmas. Right. I got you. So yeah. we started uh, August 11th. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, Paul McKenzie and myself are, are going to do a joint effort. Uh, we're going to have separate venues uh, for our training, but we're going to. The wonderful world of Zoom is, uh, is allowing us to, to combine our, our training. So um, looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, start, that's uh, great. It's going to be every Thursday from um, 9, to 11, 9 to 12. 9 to 12, so a three-hour class every every Thursday uh, from August. And are you doing it via Zoom? Starting the whole thing? Uh, no, no. The the people will be there in person. We, we'll have face-to-face participants. Um, but mm-hmm. the uh, Paul and myself will zoom from his location and my location and, and combine them so we've got some um some speakers that will be zooming in talking to both speakers, groups talking to both group both groups at the same time and we're going to combine a couple of classes um actually face to face so we're going to meet over in um, granville county for one i think over in vance county 
or another one um, that will meet. Okay. Both groups will meet together face to face. So, um, uh-huh. looking forward to this first first time either one of us have, have done it, and um, I think it's I think it's going to work out work out well. Um, no, you're not going you're not going to leave out Timberlake, are you? No, no, Timberlake's uh, more than welcome to come. Uh, Timberlake, Hurdle Mills. Uh, all those great communities in person. Well, Rufus and I can, can honestly say we've been to both. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've been to T.G. Brooks, and we've been to the uh, uh, cafe there at, at Hurdle Mills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Flat River. Cattle, Flat <laughs> River. Flat River Cafe and grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Right there in downtown Hurdle Mills. Yeah, yeah. good food, man. Not not the easiest to find, I understand, but uh, well, well, well you know, I, don't, I don't know if I could find it on my own, but I, I guess with GPS I could. Well, that day when we did the the program for him locally there, we got about First three sets of directions <laughs> from people at at the at the TG Brooks, yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, I think Mike just decided to find his own way. No, I just I just uh, followed. I followed uh, Mr. Right. Bratcher. Oh, Bratcher. Okay, Mr. Bratcher. Well, he yeah. didn't know where he was going. Well, he, he lost in one of his landmarks. It was a sign for a beauty shop. <laughs> apparently, the sign wasn't there anymore, so he had to call his wife. So we had a real caravan going there at one time, but we, we came to a halt until she got there. It was a real adventure. But, but then uh, we got directions to get back to uh, the road to Durham, Guest Road coming out of Hurdle Mills. Not Guest Road. We found Guest Road okay. <laughs> by chance. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But um, <clears throat> I thought I followed directions. Well, that's the way I, some of us used to feel when we were riding around Raleigh. I, you know, I didn't. It's amazing what you can't do without GPS. <laughs> yeah, it is scary. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, you know, it, well, it gets, you but it's beautiful it. country. Uh, you know, person kind of, We did find Guest Road, and I said, surely that's the one that goes <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right in 85. Yeah. And it does. In Durham, so yeah. Yeah, it's pretty up there where it starts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not congested at all. Try uh, relying on GPS in the mountains. There's often a mountain in the way. Yeah. And GPS doesn't realize that. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. My neighbors have a, um, uh, just a couple miles away, to, You know, they're, they're the end of the road, and then there's, you know, a mountain. And, uh, you know, lots of business, you know, tr- truckers might be coming through and they ride right up their driveway and and uh when asked where they're headed they say we're you know we're headed to newland and they're like oh well you're not from here you're not (laughs) i've been through newland before realize it well because a lot of a lot of driveways almost seem like roads yeah yeah Yeah. i did that one time with uh, a back roads map before gps uh had a a back roads map and i still carry a back roads map just in case case my gps lets me down but on the um back, back roads map it showed the road going, just making a loop, and and um, me and Levon were up there, and we said, "We'll just take the the back roads here." And so we we da- went down this road, and it, it turned into a gravel road, and then it turned into a one lane gravel road, and then we crossed a creek without a bridge, and we kept going, and and finally ended up in somebody's backyard, and uh, <laughs> turned around and uh, came on back out. <laughs> it was it did right, not go right. all the way through. Like the the movie Deliverance <laughs> comes to mind. When I, yeah, yeah we didn't hear banjos. We didn't okay, hear banjos. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least y'all didn't do like I've, I've told it before, but I was running for governor in 1984 when I was up in uh, where Hayesville is. What's that? Clay County. And uh, I was campaigning around. I went down this little road, and uh, I thought it was a map leading to go to Raleigh. And I thought, well, I'll stop and campaign a little bit, and I walked into this grocery store, and I said, hello, I'm Rufus Edmiston. 
running for governor. And so a fellow says, well, what state? <laughs> I said, well, North Carolina. He says, heck, son, you're in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> so I campaigned all over Georgia. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's all right. Time, time well spent. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe those people I've heard, you know, they do um, uh, vacation in the mountains of North Carolina. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. yeah. 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 All right. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. More of the weekend gardener coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF 836. Gosh, so much is blooming out there right now. And I, you know, my memory is definitely not what it used to be because I know that that we figured out last year what this time of year I was smelling walking on my walking route that smells so good and sweet. I'm sure Nelson Cox told me, but I couldn't remember. I was walking yesterday, and I started smelling it again and looking around. And, uh, I, you know, it's not gardenias. Not, not as, osmanthus. Osmanthus aren't blooming. Now, magnolias, uh, the grandiflores. The it's not. It doesn't magnolia. smell like the magnolia. My, my wife pointed that out. <clears throat> Gosh, I am so dumb. I don't know how I've gotten, I don't know how I've gotten through all, all these years. <laughs> But I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work on it. Yeah. Guard. If Mike, Nel, you're, if you're not expected to be a smellologist. <laughs> well, I, I should be able to remember what Nelson. I think probably Nelson. I say I can remember that Nelson told Nelson me. Told but <laughs> Nelson, if you can remember what I'm talking about, <laughs> let me know what that plant is that smells so good. But I know it's a unique smell. And I is um, let's see. Privets. Iliagnus blooming now. I haven't been around an Iliagnus hedge. Um, yeah, they smell wonderful, of course, but they—I'm not sure if they're blooming. I don't know if uh, ligustrum. Of course, ligustrum to me doesn't have the best smell in the world. So no, it's, it's definitely not ligustrum. I, I know ligustrum because if you had a hedge in Nashville, <clears throat> that's uh, that's what you had was ligustrum mm-hmm. hedge. Harold Cooley had a had one almost all the way around his house, at least. Uh, three quarters of the way around his house, and he has a huge house. The house that Truman visited. Truman and uh, several others. I don't know if Johnson and, and Kennedy may have. Kennedy, I think, may have when he was campaigning in 1960 right. because he, he came uh, to <clears throat> I've Rock. got a viburnum that has a faint scent. Yeah, there's some viburnums. The Burkwoodia viburnum. Maybe you're is, smelling a viburnum. Yeah, Burkwoodia is not blooming. Um, I don't think of a viburnum that would be there, sir. Um, we have a mohawk viburnum. That that smells really good. Um, it's a very sweet, blooming, sweet though. fragrance. Andrea, do you later. have any ideas? Uh, n- no, I'm, but I'm I'm searching right now on the plant toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just I just brought that <laughs> up too. To, to throw out at you, um, yeah. So what did you search? Could be a viburnum. <laughs> what was your I search? Searched, I searched the region as the Piedmont. Uh-huh. I searched the plant type as a shrub. Yeah. I'm thinking it might be more likely to be a shrub than a tree. I think so. Um, and uh, flower value to gardener, fragrant. Um, and bloom time. I should do that now since it's. Uh, yeah. I guess it's still so, technically spring, correct? Yeah. 
late spring. <clears throat> yeah, Raleigh might be some summer. So there are only 240 plants, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> 240 plants. Now I'm really surprised. Um, where are you? Are you in shade or sun when you film this? <laughs> Just the, knowing where it grows from. He's in La La Land. <laughs> Apparently so. I, I kind of lose lose myself yeah. when I'm walking. But I, I mean, I've noticed. I, I would say it's. Me, I would say it's I sun, see. but it could it, the plant could be in shade. Yeah. yeah. But I think I smelled it a couple of places yesterday. Is it boxwood? I mean, I don't think so. Necessarily, yeah. but usually have to ruffle those leaves a, up. A smelly camellia. No, I don't. How about no camellias blooming now? Fringe tree. No, fringe tree is is done here. Yeah, that that blooms blooms now in late April, uh, early May. All right, so it's really more like summer. Yeah, yeah, already. Yeah, but I'm gonna say especially Raleigh area. Yeah, because it it has really, really changed. I mean, weeks we're weeks uh ahead probably at least uh, at least two weeks ahead Mm -hmm. of person county right um, as far as blooming is it a daphne definitely not that that blooms in january february february yeah oh i know what it is it's some kind of gardenia i bet you it's It's not it's not gardenia Gardenia because that that has a very no i'm really tuned into gardenia (laughs) i got gardenias all over my yard this is distinctly different yeah when See, I was new to Durham, I had gardenias all over my yard, but I didn't know it because I had never lived in a place where gardenias yeah, were that's right. more than a little house plant that was difficult to grow. And someone was uh, over um, my house, and she was in the yard, and she just took a deep breath, and she goes, oh, my gosh. She goes, the sense of those gardenias is wonderful. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And thereafter, I was like, how did I miss this scent? And you fell in love with them. Yeah. Who would? I did. I I, did. And, of course, I can't grow them anymore. Uh, Now we're back to a houseplant gardenia, but I don't have nearly enough sun in my house. Well, my brother Baker used to grow uh, gardenias in Boone. I I wasn't aware that they would grow and visited one time. And he he grew gardenias in Boone. Really? I wonder what so, variety. Well, a, I mean, you know, there yeah, are cold, are, yeah, there are cold right, hardy ones. Right. So I assume right. he had I'm one not, of those. I'm not the one, and I'm not into fussy plants. <laughs> Climb. <laughs> if I have to baby you, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Climb's hardy. I don't know hardy. what. Of course, Climb's hardy is a single bloom, but it still has a scent. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a little hardier. But yeah, gardenia. What's that gardenia that Nelson gave you and me that blooms sort of twice? Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Yeah. Yeah, it's blooming right now. Yeah, I'm supposed to. It's supposed to bloom in the fall too, or or late late so summer. Yeah, it's minuscule in the fall. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of like they call, call these late blooming irises. I've never had one that did of, like they say yeah, they're going to yeah. do. But with so. gardenias, if you can just get five or six blooms and get that scent, that's all yeah. you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think gardenias are really orange. Well, you know, it might be a mock orange, but I don't. I don't know. I, I mine, just mine bloomed a month ago. Real common, yeah. yeah. I, I would think they've already bloomed. Jeez. Yeah, it's that's probably more, that's some kind more of viburnum. A... It's probably a viburnum of some some sort. I would. I All right. Well, I'm told that there's so many different viburnums. Um, I'll have to ask. Yeah. I'll have to go knock on the door of the person that's where I smelled it. A couple <laughs> of places. Now I know one of the. I know one of the people, so they won't be startled. <laughs> but. 
Well, I'm not That's mean. Over, I'm not mean looking anyway. I, you need a weekend gardener badge so you can just walk up there. Exactly. <laughs> you knock on the door and they say, no, we don't want to buy anything today. I'll carry a sign. Speak that radio voice. And people you know, like, oh. I'll take one. I'll take a, uh, wear one of those signs, one of those billboard signs, uh, like you strap across your yeah, front yeah, and the back. Yeah. I'll wear one of those when I walk. I mean, that'll be some nice weight. <laughs> It was kind of like pushing a baby carriage like I I have uh, this week a couple of times. It just wore me out. Yeah. I got a year-old grandson that just, he he just, he weighs a lot. (laughs) You know, the the stroller doesn't weigh anything until you put him in it. So I've gotten to work out with that, so maybe I can do that with a sign. All right. Well, we don't care to buy anything today, sir. (laughs) Uh, well, I will. Uh, if anybody, if anybody has an idea, you can uh, you can give us a call at nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. And uh, but we can continue talking about that. Gardenias are blooming. I don't know. I, I think they're blooming better than they did last year. I don't. They were overwhelming this year. I I, I went by one. I think this morning I was on the way in on, on um, Highway fifty, and it was just full of blooms. It's, <clears> uh, it is. At Prince Charles is is at full bloom at my home right now, and, and it the was, rest have faded away. It was developed by a gentleman who has now since retired, unfortunately. That and and uh, another variety that that also blooms. It they are also they not only bloom a couple of times a year, but they're also uh, very very small compared to the normal mm-hmm. gardenia. So yeah, they're fits in a, a better spaces. Yeah. So Prince small. Charles is a is a very good one, and they're they're widely available now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hope I hope that uh, you'll buy one if you like gardenias. It's well, Johnny, a, if, if, I'm like Mike. If I've got a foot of spare space, something's going in. <laughs> something's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the way it is at my house. house and I, well, if you don't, then a weed will grow there. So you might <laughs> yeah, as well put yeah, a plant right. you want, right? Yeah. That's, uh, or a hellebore. <laughs> Oh gosh! Let's don't go back to hellebores. You know, just the plant toolbox. You're looking at the same thing I am. It's got featured plants, and one of them is hellebores down here. So, you know, it's it they're they're, they're sort of expensive when you buy them in a nursery, but once you get started, yeah. if you've got the old it's fashion, a good investment, the old fashioned fashion ones. Yeah, yeah. You we have wife, babies. Levon and I were just talking the other night. We've we've got a um a salvia. See, it's a hot lip salvia and a um. Blackberry, uh, blackberry lily, planted, and, and a maple has sort of taken it over as far as the sun goes. It doesn't get enough sun now, so hellebores would be good to take take, oh, those, take those up and put the hellebores in there. So it's very dry. Well, if you right tell me next time you're on the show, I'll bring you a, a sack full. <laughs> okay. I'll have to remember that. Yeah. Let's go to uh, one of our historic places uh, in North Carolina, Tarboro, and Katie. Uh, the home of Roy Lewis. That's where Roy grew up, as a matter of fact. Hey, Katie. Katie, are you with us? Oh, hello. I think you've got um, the town is Carborough with us. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Jason put Tarboro, but uh, Carborough is a nice place too. I've I've eaten. You got a lot of good restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was calling about you know the scent that you might be smelling because mm. I've discovered one. I don't know if people had mentioned it. Um, are crinums. 
Um, oh. I have like mm. four or five blooming Burn now, blues. and they yeah. almost, uh, they've got a wonderful smell. You're right. Um, and I thought good. possibly you might check and see if somebody's got a crinum blooming. I don't, uh, I didn't see any crinum. I, I know that fragrance too. Uh, I have a neighbor who has lots of them. Uh, okay. Uh, they have, uh, I don't, I think they, I don't know that they are blooming right now. Ours are blooming. Yeah. Are I've, they? I've, okay. I'm blooming, yes. Yeah. But uh, I'll have to check that out. I don't remember smelling those early in the season because they bloom for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this fragrance. That's a good idea. That is a, a, a very sweet <clears throat> fragrance, Katie. And by the way, that's yeah. a wonderful plant. I've got it both is. pink and white, and the white ones have a more distinct fragrance than the pink yeah, ones. Yeah, white is what we have. It's and uh, and George at Rose Grill. Well, that's you, where I got mine. You could probably pay him and cry them lilies to get a hot dog because he <laughs> uh, <laughs> just exchanged a little barter system because yeah. he really likes those. Yeah, I gave him some pink ones one time years yeah. ago. hope he's listening He, he would have thought you'd given him a million dollars. He loves them. Morning, George, if you're listening uh, this morning. So Katie, but that's it could a great... be a perennial. She uh, mentioning the crinoid. It could be a, a, a perennial rather yeah. than a shrub. Um, yeah, that's blooming now. Yeah. So. Okay. Like just, just I thought maybe that was because it it really struck me. I haven't been able to get so many to bloom um, at one time. Where now I can. Um, it, it was just such a sweet smell. Okay. Well, good luck. I'm curious to hear what what the mystery <laughs> plant will be. <laughs> well, you ought to. Thanks you ought for to... the contribution. That's right, Katie. You ought to visit Tarboro sometimes. It uh, goes back to the Revolutionary War. I... <laughs> Thank you. My for... husband would like that. Yeah. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, Tarboro is nice. A lot of you go up. Uh, Franklin yeah, Street. Yeah, I can't hardly tell Chapel Hill and Carborough's about. <laughs> nice farmers there. market there. West yeah. West Franklin and and up to the old mill. A lot of restaurants and stores there, and a lot of a lot of restaurants. Period. But it's a it's a nice nice area. Sandra's in another nice area that's really taking off. Eastern North Carolina, Zebulon and and uh, Good morning. Wendell are are really Good thriving. Morning. Have you ever seen so much growth, Sandra? <laughs> no, never. It was. I just see 230 acres for sale out here, and I'm like, oh, no, I moved to the country. <laughs> yeah. So how can we help you today? I enjoy listening to you guys. And Thank heart you. Health every Saturday morning, and I bring my radio out into the garden, which where I'm working today. Does it make you relax a little bit? Oh, yeah. oh yes, it does. Yeah, it, it, it makes me relax, too. <laughs> um, I have poplar trees blooming. And they have the most wonderful smell when they're blooming. Mm-hmm. So perhaps oh. they do. Yeah. Pardon? A tulip poplar. Mm. That's uh-huh. the, uh, when we were at Camp Chestnut Ridge uh, being trained as counselors, we were, t- a botanist took us on, on a tour of the woods, and uh, that's the cat face tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes. how you re- that's how you remember a tulip poplar is the cat face oh. tree. Cat oh, okay. That, I can cat that. face leaves. Yes, and please okay. have Miss Rose Rhodes back on sometime. I really. I don't know her. where she's. We you know, she kind of pops up. We need to. She was her daughter was going to bring her over sometime. She, I, I, we haven't worked that out yet. Her daughter lives in Seattle or somewhere up well, in the <laughs> northwest. No so, uh, so when she gets here, she's going to bring her up. We'll have her sitting in the studio. Number on tour. I'd love to pick her up and take her. Well, she hasn't. She hasn't called us a while. Rose, if you're listening this morning, please call your fans. Your fans would like to hear from, and we would too. So I hope she's okay. Yes. 
Thank you so much, guys. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Sandra. Appreciate you calling. Bye-bye. 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. WPTF, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We've got a lot of fun. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. we got uh, Brother Rufus here this morning and uh, Johnny Coley, an extension agent in Person and uh, Person and Granville County. We had Paul on last week. You oh, missed the Man Expo. Paul got to go to the Man Expo oh, at, the, at the Grand <laughs> Building last that. week. Yep. Okay. I'll have to talk to Paul about that. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you missed that. And uh, Andrea Lane is with us, a master gardener in Mitchell County. She's our mountain correspondent. <laughs> Nine one. Well, I like that. Well, you are. And I, I, I appreciate so much. Uh, you were a uh, Durham uh, master gardener, and you were on with us for several years and, and moved. And so we're glad you stuck mm-hmm. with us. That That's yeah. great. Happy to. Happy yeah. to. All right, uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We had Craig LaHoulier on last week and talked a lot about tomatoes. Another mountaineer now. Yeah, that's right. He uh, he lives he's in the mountains now? He Henderson, lives, he Henderson lives in Hendersonville. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he – and he he does – I think it's at 3 o'clock every Thursday does – a a thing on Instagram. If you have Instagram, you can find Craig LaHoulier. I guess you can search him. And at three o'clock every Thursday, he's uh, out there with his phone and takes you on a tour of his garden. Talks about tomatoes and whatnot. So mm-hmm. he and of course he has a website. A lot of lot of stuff going on. And I guess the Bible of tomato growers, uh, Epic Tomatoes. And he's he's also written a book about growing vegetables in straw bales okay so yeah. did i i did i give you an epic tomatoes no, book i, I thought so. i did I don't think but so. uh yeah well i'll have to i'll have to take care of that well you know i i have often thought about trying in a straw bale but you know that's got expensive but if it <laughs> but i i have known a person who spent over fifty dollars for one tomato plant <laughs> With all the equipment he bought and all of it. So when <laughs> when they go to that extent, and, yeah. and, and yeah. if I ever fail to grow a tomato, then I want some of you to come commit me. <laughs> but you've had trouble here in the last year. I have, absolutely. Yes, have Gerald. It's not easy. It is not Gerald, the easiest. It's, a, it's the hardest yeah. vegetable to yeah, grow, in. it? It is. It is. It's, it's not, a, not a – it gets everything in uh, our hot and humid – summers or <laughs> you don't have the humidity quite as much up there Andre, as, as we do down yeah. here as you, as you well know but uh right it, it's a lot easier in the mountains than it is down here it's uh it's except it's a difficult. short season so. yeah yeah can't start well, that means they grow better and riper we feel and like <laughs> we feel like it you know we're just getting started with summer and it's already like almost too late to plant the tomato <laughs> well, well you, can would, get, you uh, can get one more little crop in yeah you can still plant some yeah. now, i think but yeah we well, yeah we can plant until probably first First part of July here. I Just I, I, I would like to know the percentage of people now that do containers because 
there's no way I can <clears throat> possibly grow a tomato because my spots have been used for 40 years, Johnny, and, and it just, it's got to be container. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you have to have a, a lot of people try to start them and, and, and grow them in too small of a container. Uh, usually, you, know, you yeah. want minimum yeah. ten gallon and preferably larger uh, if you're going to do a tomato because they just they'll they'll blow over. I mean, if you, <laughs> for nothing else, if you don't stake that pot down or rather the pot's not heavy enough. So, well, well, my friend Gerald brought me one that must have been in a twenty gallon. Now that's that's yeah. service. He, yeah, that that and, is and that is uh, uh, Gerald's lightning. <laughs> we have to have a forklift to load that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's a meme I've been seeing on Facebook lately. Got about 10 seconds. <laughs> what gives people feelings of power? Money, little line, status, slightly bigger line, growing a tomato, huge line. <laughs> Great. That's what gives people feelings of power? We'll growing be back. A tomato. We'll see you in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> 